Victoria, he told Perseus one day. They say you haven't really proven yourself in the real world. This stirred Perseus into a state of mingled self-doubt and anger, and he was determined to demonstrate his courage and declared that he would face any test, any challenge, whatever the danger. The trap was set, and it only remained for Polydectes to close its jaws. Then silence their wagging tongues by bringing to Seriphos the head of the Gorgon Medusa, said Polydectes. Now Medusa was such a terrible monster that few would even have considered such a challenge. With her sisters Steno and Eurali, who were both immortals, she haunted the northern realms. None who had sought out the demon had returned to tell the tale, but the results of encounters with her were easily found. Their corpses turned into stone littered the rocky highlands where the evil demon prayed. Medusa was said to have a mass of serpents growing from her head instead of hair, and to be so ugly and horrifying that just her gaze could turn a man into stone. The hot-blooded Perseus, though inwardly shocked by the severity of the task, immediately vowed that he would seek out and kill the monster, and as proof of his deeds would return to Seraphos with her head. Perseus set out immediately to find and slay the Gorgon. And would surely have met the same fate as those other heroes and champions that had sought to end her reign of terror, had it not been for the help of his father Zeus. The all-seeing Lord of Olympus had smiled at his son's rash courage in accepting Polydectes' challenge so readily, and had no desire that Danae's beauty, which he had so enjoyed, be despoiled by some devious mortal. So he ordered the gods to help Perseus to succeed in his quest. Thus it came to pass that one morning, when Perseus awoke from a deep sleep, tired from trekking over the rocky mountains, he found three magical gifts that were to help him. Hades, the lord of the underworld, furnished him with a magical helmet that would render him invisible. Hermes, the fast-flying messenger of the gods, provided a pair of winged sandals that would allow him to travel as fast as the god himself. And wise Athena gave him a shield of burnished silver, so highly polished that it gleamed like a mirror. The true worth of the silver shield Perseus could not fathom, but he knew that the gods did nothing without purpose. So he strapped it to his back and, thanking the gods for their kindness, set off for the Hyperborean lands where Medusa roamed. At last, he came to a half-deserted, dilapidated village, which bore the scars of the Gorgon's wrath. And after getting directions as to where she could be found, armed himself with a razor-edged sickle, and set out to kill Medusa, ignoring the villagers' warnings that he was heading for his doom. As he walked towards the Gorgon's lair, he saw figures in the distance unmoving. At first, he thought they were statues. But as he got closer, he realized that they were the luckless victims of the monster, men and women who had been turned into stone by the demon's evil stare. The track was littered with these petrified corpses, and the land was rocky and barren. All was stone and emptiness. The trees were stripped bare, and even the sky was a cold slate gray where no birds flew, as if the baleful gaze of the gorgon had tainted nature itself. 
It was only now that Perseus began to realize the dread nature of his adversary. How was he to get close enough to kill the creature if the mere sight of her would turn a man into stone? As he marched forwards, the gloomy misery of the land and the horrified looks of fear and despair on the petrified faces of Medusa's previous victims filled him with foreboding and uncertainty. He began to prepare for what he feared was to be a fatal encounter and unstrapped his shield from his back. As he slipped the shield onto his forearm, he thought of the wise goddess Athena, and in a flash he realized why she had given him the silver disc, and his heart leapt. Eventually he came to a place which was even more desolate than what had gone before, and the number of stone figures much greater. Realizing he was close to Medusa's lair, he donned his helmet so as to be invisible to the monster when he approached. Perseus clambered.